Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents The Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague is brought to you by Pelican Brewing, born at the beach. All right, welcome back in Daily Ticker Time here on a Thursday. Brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company, born at the beach, online at pelicanbrewing.com. Let's talk a little ASU because they're relevant to both Oregon State and Oregon. Joining us now is our good friend, Hode Rubito, uh, at Devil's Digest on Twitter. Go give him a follow. Uh, one of the longest tenured Sun Devil Beat reporters out there, uh, devilsdigest.com. Hode, good morning to you, man. W- what's the feeling? Oregon State coming to town this weekend. How is Arizona State fam feeling about this matchup? Uh, because Oregon State, a little surprise, eight-point favorite down there in the uh, in the desert. Yeah, good, good morning, Andy, and thanks for having me on. Uh, look, I'll say for Arizona State, you really can't get a break. Uh, you go from last week playing the best defense in the league in Washington State, which it still seems like an anomaly as somebody that's uh, covered uh, the conference for, the, for over 20 years. Washington State is occupying that top spot. And uh, here you are a week later uh, playing a defense just as tough in, in Oregon State. Uh, look, I mean, it seems us to say that uh, for several different reasons, it's been a rough, rough season for the for the Sun Devils. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, they're just trying to finish the season as, as best as they can. Uh, they talk about playing for pride on senior day on, on, on Saturday at uh, Oregon State, obviously the formidable opponent and then some. And then they obviously got the Territorial Cup in Tucson uh, the week after. And they've been playing uh, an Arizona team that might be fighting for, for bowl eligibility by the time that contest is played. So... Uh, it just uh, has not been an easy uh, year for the Sun Devils. It's definitely not going to be easy uh, this week or the next one. Well, what is the level of, you think, buy-in to this interim staff? I mean, you mentioned it's been an up-and-down year. They obviously fire Herm Edwards. Things not going great. And then they beat Washington. And you're like, oh, well, where did that come from? Yeah. They scored 45 points with a backup quarterback. They kind of run them with him. And then some some tough losses along the way. I mean, the Stanford one, I'm sure, hurts a ton. You mentioned Washington yeah. State and their defense. They, they put up a great fight against UCLA and came back in that game and were around in the second half. But uh, what has been the buy-in, you think? Because that's always tough when you go through a coach getting fired and an interim guy taking over. 
Well, I mean, you, you uh, definitely, uh, you know, burn up the, the win against Washington. And absolutely, I think the buying level was really, really high back then. And I, I know that uh, coaches uh, like to say the bye week always comes at a good time, but maybe in Arizona State's case, it did not come at a good time because <laughs> right after the win against Washington, they did have the bye week. And I'm not saying the buy-in uh, cooled off, but maybe just uh, the momentum that the team had has cooled off. And, you know, just as a side note, I think Washington is the most suspect top 25 team out there. I mean, you talk about a defense that is absolutely porous compared, I think, to any other Pac-12 uh, team in, in the top 25 right now. So I, I, I still have my uh, doubts how much I put that win as a, a marquee victory, so, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, you, you're absolutely right about the, the Stanford loss. That one really hurts. I mean, when your defense goes out and, and plays their hearts out, keeps Stanford uh, on their home turf outside of the end zone and still uh, c- come out losing, uh, that, that, that uh, definitely uh, did, did hurt a team that was just looking for any, you know, iota of, of confidence or momentum to build on even furthermore. Obviously, the big storyline of that game was that uh, quarterback Trent Bourget who was the, uh, the backup quarterback who did play uh, the most of the Washington game, led the Sun Devils to victory, uh, did not play at all in that contest against Stanford. Embry Jones, the uh, normal starter, uh, did not play well. And that loss uh, against Stanford, I'm not going to say started a domino effect, but uh, if you're talking about the uh, buy-in, if you talk about the chances of interim head coach Sean Aguano having a realistic chance of being named the permanent head coach, I think uh, that game definitely hurt his chances. Uh, from there and the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. Hode Rubino is our guest, DevilsDigest.com, at Devils Digest on Twitter. You, you mentioned the, the back-to-back tough games and having to take on another tough defense in Oregon State. On the other side of the ball, because we know Oregon State does have one of the best defenses in the conference, if not the best, their their offense struggles sometimes. They, they're they not throwing the football efficiently. They've had quarterback issues all year. How does that match up with ASU? When, when you look at Arizona State's defense, you know Oregon State's going to come into a game and say, we want to run the football 35 times if we can. How does ASU stack up on the ground, and how do you feel about their matchup trying to potentially slow down an Oregon State offense to, to keep them around in this ballgame? Yeah, look, I mean, uh, you have to admit it's a, a, a really a, a def- defensive coordinator's dream to have a one-dimensional offense on the other side of the ball like uh, like Oregon State, which, like you said, uh, since uh, the injury that to Chase Dolan, uh, their passing game uh, shortcomings have been uh, have been well documented. But then again, if you're rushing the ball 190 yards on average, uh, who needs the passing? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I know that Oregon State uh, does have some injury issues right now at running back, so we'll see if aside from Damian Martinez, if uh, the, the the other players who have been you know excellent uh, throughout the year uh, can really play and play well uh, in the, in this game. I think Arizona State, uh, and I know this is not really any re- reeling news, they're probably just going to re- really just uh, stack, stack the line of scrimmage and, and dare Oregon State uh, to really, to really beat, beat them with their passing game. And I'm not saying that other teams didn't try that, uh, you know, since the Chase Nolan uh, injury, and some, some have been more, more successful than others. I think Arizona State does have the capability of uh, just slowing down the Oregon State game, but uh, the Oregon State running game, that is. But now you have, now you have to be careful for that passing game not to have some kind of revival uh, just because you're going to have uh, uh, wide receivers on one uh, one-on-one situations more often than not, uh, you know. Honestly, I mean, the ASU defense is really not the the horrible uh, unit that, that that the stats might, um, might might really imply, and it's it's just a weird unit. And I think you can say that about the offense too that they just really come slow out of the gates, and and second half they they, they come out like gangbusters, mm. but it's always uh, too too little, too late. So. Uh, I mean, I, I think that the the capability and the uh, 
and, and having the uh, ability, I should say, to uh, to slow down Oregon State uh, somewhat, especially if their offense is con- considered to be grossly one-dimensional, is there. Hmm. Uh, the question is, I mean, is this team has just been beaten, uh, you know, up, upside the head just one, once too many that they can actually lose their fire? Uh, that's something I think everybody is uh, really uh, going to watch closely. But, you know, they, they showed a lot of fight against Washington State and Pullman. I mean, they shut out Washington State. In, in, in the second half, and if the offense was a little more effective, uh, maybe Arizona State is uh, here after a win in Pullman. But uh, like I said, this has been just a, a rough, rough uh, season. And uh, when things uh, don't go well, there seems to be multiplied for a team like Arizona State in 2022. Oh, yeah, you mentioned you gave 28 points in the first half to Wazoo, shut them out in the second half. Let's get to the future of the, the, future of the program. And, and I know there's pushes sometimes to make the interim guy the guy, right? We saw it, speaking of Washington State, there with Dickert and the way he ended the season last year, he gets a full-time job. We saw it at Oregon with Mario Cristobal. When Taggart left, he was named the interim head coach. They ended up making him the, the full-time head coach. doesn't seem like, according to what you're saying, the way that they played, losing three out of four, that that is probably going to happen down there, although maybe things, I guess, could change. Um, we, yeah. we have heard Kenny Dillingham, Kenny Dillingham's name mentioned a lot with this job. He's the offense coordinator at Oregon. So I guess a, a couple of parts. One, where do you think Kenny fits into the future there? Is that a realistic shot or realistic candidate for ASU? And if not Kenny Dillingham or if Kenny Dillingham, who are the other names that are popping up that you think that they're going to try and go after? Yeah, I mean, as I reported earlier this week, uh, I think Kevin Kenny Dillingham is, is definitely the prime candidate for Arizona State, not to sound too corny, but just to have the storyline of an alumnus uh, coming back uh, to, to save his alma mater. I think that, that that's something that uh, the, the high-level boosters at Arizona State have been uh, really, really uh, keen, on, keen on, and I think that, uh, you know, he, he's definitely one – one guy that I wouldn't be shocked at all if he ended up to coach uh, at, at, at Arizona State. I don't think that uh, you know folks here in Tempe are really concerned about uh, concerned about his young age. He's still somebody that's been an offensive coordinator for four years at the at the Power Five level. Uh, really has done very very well in, in each each of his stops. I know I know Oregon is uh, very disappointed uh, after that loss to Washington last week, but that does not take away from the entire body of work of Kelly Dillingham what he's able to do with, with the quarterback. Bo Nix and that, that entire Ducks offense. So that's a name that's uh, really, really attractive for Arizona State. Uh, you know, as yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I just think that uh, Sean Aguano, uh, the interim head coach, uh, has not done enough, really, I think, to merit, merit serious consideration. He, he's somebody that, I, that I, I, I do like personally, and I think that uh, he was able to restore a very damaged uh, team, team culture uh, in, in the locker room. But but ultimately, as we all know, it all comes down to wins and losses, and it's been a struggle uh, for Aguano ever, ever since he took uh, over the uh, interim head coach duties. And obviously, he was thrown into a really bad situation, and I think you have to take that into consideration. But mm-hmm. I would say that Kenny Gillingham is somebody who I would say is uh, – more of a viable candidate than, than Sean Aguana. Interesting. How, how do you think the fan base would react if that was the, the move that they made? Uh, you mentioned the age thing. Uh, I mean, when he was hired here at Oregon, everybody was like, "Who? first off, who? I've never heard Kenny Dillingham before. <laughs> and then you realize, well, he's been in good places and the offenses have been okay, yeah. but he's never the primary play caller. So he's, he's only had one year as a primary play caller. Now, he has had a great year this year, and I know last weekend, as you point out, was tough, but um, how do you think the fan base reacts? Young guy, he's an alumnus, but is there maybe a push from some of the fans to say, hey, we need somebody that's been there that knows how to build a program that's been through it before. Is there is there that push, or is it, hey, let's get young, let's get exciting, and they would be over the moon for Kenny Dillingham? Well, let's put it this way. I mean, I don't know if there's really uh, a consensus across the board with the fans uh, over, uh, over Kenny Dillingham, and 
and not to, uh, you know, belittle the fans' opinions because their opinions that matter like anybody else, but it's really coming down to the big boosters at Arizona State who were swayed by athletic director Ray Anderson about uh, bringing in this pro model, bringing in Herm Edwards, bringing all these uh, coaches who had playing slash coaching experience in the NFL, and everything is going to be just, uh, you know, peaches and cream in Tempe. And that obviously did not that did not take place. So I think there's definitely a desire to to really try some, something different because you brought in the grizzled veteran in Herm Edwards. You brought mm-hmm. in the promise of, uh, again, the, the, the pro model just really uh, uh, turning this program 180 degrees. And that obviously not only did not materialize, but now uh, you, you got an ace of the investigation cloud that's been hanging over for you over you, I'm sorry, uh, for, for the last year and a half. So I think that just, just to try something different uh, with bringing somebody young and hungry like, like Kenny Dillingham, somebody who's not going to use his alma mater as a stepping stone to, a, to, an, to another job, uh, I, I, I think there's, there, there's definitely a great appeal. But again, I, I, will, I will agree there's not a consensus across the fan base that to bring somebody without, without head coaching experience is something at Arizona State needs right now. But again, look, you, you brought someone like Herm Edwards uh, in, into the fold and that did not work at all. And that's uh, putting it mildly. Yeah. So uh, to, to try something different, I think it's something that uh, there's, there's definitely a, an openness and a willingness, especially with the big time boosters at Arizona State to try. So that's why I wouldn't be surprised if he would be the next head coach in Tempe. Interesting. All right. Well, yeah, you can't really go from one end of the spectrum to the other on a more opposite scale than Herm Edwards to Kenny Dillingham. So Herm didn't work. Maybe we could just try try the opposite out. We'll see if Kenny Dillingham can get it done. Hode Rubino, uh, Devils Digest, at Devils Digest on Twitter, devilsdigest.com. Thanks so much for the time this morning, the update. Enjoy covering the game this weekend, and I'm sure we'll be talking soon if that Dillingham stuff happens. We always appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Andy. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.